Hello, welcome back to another episode of Brewing with Conviction. It's your co-host Chris Martin, joined tonight again by Jesus Garcia. And we've got an exciting cast ahead of us today. We're going to be talking about kind of, we're going to be talking about leaks from Commander Legends, but we're not actually going to be doing spoilers or covering the cards specifically. We, in the interest of protecting, you know, uh, people who are interested in, in the surprise effect and element, hopefully you haven't seen the leaks in that case. Unfortunately, they've been kind of all over the social media, internet, Reddit, et cetera. But we aren't going to talk specifically about the cards. We are, however, going to talk about some of the things that Mero confirmed recently. He's just going to bring that up. And then we're also going to cover four cards that we feel have some financial relevance. A couple of them have already moved. So we're just going to kind of highlight those and, and talk about what the old price was. So that if you happen to see that at your local game store or find a copy online at that old price, that might be worth considering. And then we're going to talk about two cards, that we still think have room to run. And I think that'll be do, that, that'll pretty much do it for the cast agenda. Jesus, how's it going, bud? Going pretty good. Um, I don't know. I've been looking at these leaks, and I've just been sad. <laughs> yeah, we were talking about that. It's These leaks are rough. I, I, I think we both agree heavily that, that leaks suck. I, I posted that the other day. I just... I had no other words. It's just they 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 just suck. They take the wind out of the sails and excitement for you know these new sets. But um, I I haven't looked at these cards and digested them in detail. I've tried to keep it somewhat of a surprise. I know you haven't even really looked at all the cards that have spoiled. Uh, which uh, again, we won't talk for our listeners' sake. If you're listening to this, know that we're not going to spoil any card names or card abilities in Commander Legends. We'll let you be the decider on if you want to do that. We are just going to cover a couple of cards that we know have synergy with cards that are coming because of these leaks, but we're not going to tell you why exactly. So, Zeus, how uh, how are you holding up overall? Uh, just overall, a bit sad because the Mark Rosewater uh, teaser on Blogatog just straight up confirmed. Cool. What 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 I was scared of, which were these leaks are legitimate, even though they looked very real to begin with. Um, to You're be clinging f- to hope that they were fake, false hope. But um, overall, I do enjoy some of the overarching themes that we're going to be seeing in this set. Um, and I, when we start talking cards, we're going to be kind of going over those already, like. We're going to be talking about pirates because I think that's a big one everyone's excited for. Yep. But I also noticed like there's commanders cast matters, which is uh, something we saw previously back with uh, the planeswalker commanders of um, what was Estrid the Mask, Aminatu the Fate Shifter, with like the commander storm cards. So that mechanic coming back is very interesting, especially considering that means we can expect lower CMC commanders and part well especially with the new partner commanders that are coming in, uh, that's going to be very prevalent. Yeah, and and so I have Mero's blog of talk teaser pulled up. You know, there were some things in there that you can start to draw some conclusions. One of those that you pointed out to me, I, I, I'm in the process of building in an Ayaz deck, and, and, you know, I'll just make a quick note that Jumpstart Supply is finally hitting stores. The prices have come down quite a bit. We should actually see those to continue to come down in the next two to four weeks uh, throughout October and November and and really into the holidays. But I am excited because Flying Matters seems to be one of the confirmed 
themes in this in this set and uh, I, i'm already kind of brewing up in an is deck so it might it might actually get some upgrades before it ever gets built formally so that's exciting what else you got out of the marrow um card a card that temporarily steals a creature from a new place is kind of um we already know about the theft effects going on with pirates and stuff like that so that's definitely going to be part of that theme uh and i feel like that no, I already know, considering the cards I saw, um, that pirates were previously being a kind of mid-rangey, pseudo-control type of deal, similar to, say, rogues. Um, they're going to get much more aggressive. They're going to start being able to put the pressure on people's faces, partially with their own creatures, partially with just the sheer amount of advantage they can be able to tempo out. Yeah, And his- it scares me. <laughs> I, I'm actually really excited. I have a copy of Admiral Beckett Brass set aside for this day. I, I actually got it in a Ixalan pre-release, and uh, it, it's a foil though. It's not the pre-release foil, just a foil. And I remember when I got it, I set it aside because, like, oh man, this is kind of cool. I, I, pirate seems like a fun creature type. That you know, I love my tribal, so I was like, pirate yeah. seems like a fun creature type to build around. Then I started googling. And I was like, wait a second, there are like eight pirates ever printed <laughs> at that point in time it was more than eight but it, at that point in time pirates was kind of thin in terms of support but commander legends is gonna put them on the map uh you know we, my, i mentioned at the beginning in the intro that we're going to talk about four cards they are all pirate or pirate themed pirate creature types or pirate theme one of them is pirate theme and uh one of those is admiral beckett brass the foils have spiked quite a bit uh that was a card that I had actually called out in Conviction Gaming a while ago because it's a mythic from not really a small set by by um, you know by normal standards, I guess. But Ixlan, I think, just my hypothesis is it was a little bit of an underopened set, and you know if it was followed by Rivals and then Dominaria, and so it kind of got overshadowed back then. But my hypothesis is that a mythic from that set is probably going to do pretty well. And so I actually speculated on that way back in conviction and the card for the foils were like four or $5 when I bought copies. So I have about six of those sitting around on top of the one that I pulled out of a a pack myself. Um, Anyway, those are selling for $20 now and it's largely because pirates from the leaks, you know, we, we already knew pirates was a theme in this or, or a creature type that would be supported. And the leaks have unfortunately kind of confirmed all of that. And you mentioned the temporary steals a creature from a new place. Don't know if that's a pirate or not, but um, or what the new place is. My hypothesis was always the command zone because that I don't think has ever happened before. But uh, anyway, uh, that, I just kind of want to get that plug in about Admiral Beckett Brass. The foils are $20 now. It's, I feel like that's crazy. Yeah, and considering my friend Josh built a pirate deck back when... Uh, Ixalan came out, that was... <laughs> he's looking at the prices of these cards now that he has, and he's just kind of like, oh, wait a minute. <laughs> so I was talking to him <laughs> hey, about that. And, it'd sell uh, for about double at this point, it looks like. Yeah, and it's like, I I haven't seen anything yet because I did not see all the spoilers, but just con- reading some of the other uh, Logotog leaks here, any number of ores and equipment you control, straight up that screams Boros to me. That's a Boros card. So hopefully we see more Boros support. We know we're getting at least some good white cards coming out. Um, so that's a plus. Um, and I feel like... How do I say this? And I, I'm, I'm a little worried 
about this set as a whole, because the more I look at Morrow's teaser, um, a card that grants certain kinds of protection based on what permanents you have on the battlefield, uh, a card that re uh, references both beginning phase and post-combat main phase, like... Uh, the way I see this is, like, I f I'm scared they're going to release some low CMC overtuned cards, and uh, it's going to be a pain. Yeah. Yeah, so... Uh, the. First of all, the Boros thing, yeah, we're. I think Boros is just getting more and more aura and equipment. I, I really wish we could get out of that design space somehow and start expanding into something new. But uh, I'm fairly confident when, when you see auras and auras and equipment you control, it, like you said, screams Boros, and it's unfortunate, but it, it is what it is. Uh, to your point about the commanders you control have and and what's going on there, I mean. I, pretty pretty open-ended but what we what, one of the things we're seeing in the leaks is that we will uh we will likely see some returning mechanics i can't recall if this was confirmed before or not but one of the returning mechanics that is is confirmed which is probably worth people knowing about without knowing all the cards that were leaked with the ability is partner and uh you know so i, I say that mostly because there's a pretty good chance that we're going to get reprints of the partner commanders that exist already. And if you have those cards, there's a reason to, at this point, kind of just sell those off because the price on those is probably going to plummet once the set releases. Yeah, and it's just kind of like, um, we already know they're going to be printing out the etched foils. So if they're going to be reprinting those partner commanders, they're bound to be in the etched foils. People are going to be wanting that bling. and That's a great point. Like, I, I don't see any other way for them to print those uh, and not just have it be a, a missed opportunity. Kind of like the yeah. missed opportunity with Full Art Brea. Yeah, I, yeah, that's still, <laughs> it's still, you're going to, you're going to die on a hill with that, I feel like. But uh, rightfully so, until they give you what you, what you want. Brea is one of the more popular commanders of all time. So um, I can't believe they missed that in Double Masters, but gave Atraxa one. So yeah, anyway. Yeah. Um, but the uh, going back part... into uh, spoil, going back into the spoil, uh, like what was teased. Um, the overarching themes in these, it, it's a wide brush stroke, and the fact that they're, they're doing a commander draft set, trying to cover all these different themes. Um, how do I say this? I'm worried that from a limited perspective, it's going to be spread thin, but from a constructed perspective for commander. Uh, we're just going to be getting pieces that are just strict upgrades of pre-existing cards. Yeah, yeah. The uh, the fact that they added partner back, I think, is a good sign or a good. It's it's a creative, but kind of not creative at the same time. Way for them to do this whole limited draft drafted deck because you can partner pretty much anything together, right? And and suddenly you're in two, three, maybe. I, I imagine maybe in four colors in some cases we uh th this is just me speculating i don't know anything about the leaks on this but with partner coming back it'll it'll open the door in limited to for people to have multicolor decks that you know theoretically may not synergize great because the the partners might not like the original partners might not have like these these uh mechanics that go together so, uh, unlike the battle bond for example where it's like partner with x card and then they clearly synergize together but 
it'll open the door to being able to have splash, you know, splash two, three colors into your your limited deck, which will be fun. And then to your point, the constructed format of EDH is just going to get a an overload of new stuff here. And I think one of the things we won't talk long about this, but one of the things you and I have been a little bit concerned about is that we're going to experience at least one card from this set that ends up breaking EDH wide open and ends up probably, you know, banned like all the other formats out there have had recently. So. Yeah. And I, I commented about the, about this with uh, standard a while back and I posted the screenshot earlier in the band discord, but like, um, how do I say this? Let, let me just, let me just quote myself word for word. Why don't I, uh, Wizards of the Coast is a dumpster fire, and I feel like a hobo waiting for his next meal to cook properly. <laughs> like, um, I'm very scared with the fact that we're getting a draft set uh, for Commander with the fire designs philosophy. Like I've yeah, seen, fire has not gone well so far. <laughs> and what with what I've seen with some of these cards. I'm afraid at least some of my fears rung true. So, hopefully, that's not the case for the entire set. Hopefully, we don't see a card that's just immediate ban worthy. But, like, I'm scared. Yeah, yeah same. Yeah. All right. So, just to kind of wrap up on this topic, there were. If you're if you're looking for what we're referencing, Mark Rosewater, it's on his Tumblr uh, that he calls Blogatog. You can just Google. I, I googled Marrow Commander Legends teaser, and that that was the first response. And it's just got kind of like a bunch of bullet points of things that we can expect in the set. We're not going to go through any more on this cast in the interest of time, but we did read a couple of them. I will bring up one last one that's on here because it's super relevant. One of the three, one of the three remaining cards that we're going to bring up. I, I mentioned that we're going to talk about three pirates and then one pirate-themed card, and I'm going to transition over to that. So the statement on Marrow's blog is in quotes. It says, "We can expect a card that says whenever one or more pirates you control deal damage to your opponents." Blank, and we did see a leak, and I'm not going to talk about what the leak does or you know basically what the end of that sentence is or or what that creature is that has it on it. But I will tell you that it has a card that already exists, which ends up going infinite with this card that's going to be printed. And the card is Glinthorn Buccaneer. You can get copies of Glinthorn Buccaneer on TCG Player, cards, uh, Card Trader, etc. for under a dollar. And foils are under $3 currently, although those are there's very few of those. It's, it's actually more like 3 to $4 at this point with shipping and stuff. But there are people who have identified this, and based on the fact that Marrow's teaser kind of confirms what, what the translation was supposed to be on this leak, we, we weren't sure what the translation was when we were looking at the card. It was in German, but when we saw it on Marrow's, uh, Marrow's teaser, it kind of confirmed that the translation is correct, and it sends Glinthorn Buccaneer into the stratosphere of being a two-card combo with your commander. Which basically means that the pirate deck will have a win con, and that's again why we're going to talk about other pirates as well. We're very confident that this deck is is going to be real. Uh, to to Jesus, your original point, you said that they're going to get mean and aggro, aggro-y and 
take your take your stuff and and beat you up with it and whatnot because they're going to steal your your creatures. Uh, but they also have this win con that we've seen. And so we're recommending buying Glintenhorn Buccaneer. If you want to build a Pirates deck once Commander Legends comes out, wait on the leaks. Don't, you know, wait, just wait till spoiler season to see all the cards. But you'll you'll thank us once you see the cards spoiled. And uh, Glintenhorn Buccaneers is very likely to to be at least a five, maybe $10 foil. And and I could see even the non-foil being like 2 or $3 at, at uh at peak once once the set is revealed obviously one thing that i will caveat all the cards that we're going to mention could actually be in commander legends so if you buy it and then it gets reprinted we apologize and that is certainly the risk that you take by buying before full spoilers go up yeah and um another thing is like considering this is a two card combo well this is a little just nudge it could even be cdh vibe that's that's actually true it it you know, for everything I've seen with this deck, the CMC of the deck would theoretically be about two and a half to three, most likely. So, I mean, you're right. It could. We were talking before cast on on what the commander combo would be. We're not going to reveal any of that, but generally speaking, with with a two card combo, you can tutor that up and just win on the spot. And uh, yeah, you're right. This this could be. I don't know how good it'll be, but you're right. It, it definitely, when you have a two-card combo with your commander like that, it, it puts you into a pretty high power level. Yeah, and um, again, not only is it potentially CDH viable, but like you got to think, if the CMC of this deck is going to be super low, which with pirates, generally it is, um, even with some of the more synergistic pieces for this, generally it is, with just thinking of Glinthorn Buccaneer here. Um, you can easily just run an Adnaz, wait, move to end step, discard, start just winning with uh, Glenhorn Buccaneer and not even need to go infinite. Right. Yep. That's very true. Um, and, and some of the other pieces that we're going to talk about. So we talked about Admiral Beckett Brass, which I believe that's a four mana CMC. And the reason it's really, it, it's not so much the, the four CMC that matters, but the fact that it's in the Grixis color combination, it gives you access to blue. So you can actually keep your mana up or, you know, be running some of the free counter spells out there in blue in this deck that we're talking about, and you're going to be able to protect your combo. So, yeah, I think you're right. I think the power, at a minimum, this is going to be a very, very good, if you if you optimize this deck, it's going to be a very, very powerful ca- casual deck, like, like power level seven, probably at a minimum. And I think it's got, I think you're right. There's probably room for it to cross into fringe CDH. Now, whether it'll be, I don't know that it'll be like so good that it's dominating the format per se, but CDH as a whole is kind of unsolved at this point, which is awesome. Go, go flash ban. Yay. Uh, <laughs> but yeah, I agree. I agree wholeheartedly. Jesus. I think this deck could be pretty, pretty viable. So let's talk about the last two cards. It's a good segue because we're talking about CMC, of three or less, you know, kind of being the average. And this is another card that I wanted to bring up, which is actually already spiked as a speculative movement. Uh, It was called out in the band discord as a result of the leaks. And there's been some movement because of that. I I wouldn't be surprised if other finance discords also talked about it, but Corsair captain it's, it's one blue and two generic. It's a two, two, whenever it enters the battlefield, create a treasure token. It's a rare, from Jumpstart, that's its only print run. And other pirates you control get plus one, plus one. So it's basically just a, 
a three mana two two lord for your pirates, but it also gives you a mana to go with it. So kind of kind of refills itself three three to cast it, but you get a mana back out of it. And this card has already jumped, basically doubled. It was you could get copies for under two dollars. Now the copies on TCG Player are under four dollars, but we do expect that this is going to have a little bit harder time running up until the set comes out. And the reason for that is because the timing on the Jumpstart restock is perfect. The Jumpstart set is starting to kind of refill and we're seeing boxes come down to a normal price point again. It's pretty a pretty huge second wave reprint that's that's hit the stores recently and, and that's confirmed by many, many stores in ban and other places that I've seen on like Twitter, et cetera. So why I'm saying that is because right now, you can take your chances on grabbing a copy of this right now. Uh, you'll end up paying about $4, possibly more than that. It's like five, it, it goes to five pretty rapidly. But you might want to just wait a couple of weeks on this and let the, the hype between the leaks and the actual spoiler season kind of cool. And if you time it right, you might be able to get this, you know, cheaper than that price. I, I don't know for sure, but you might be able to get it cheaper than $5. Now, that being said, this has a lot of room to run once the once the set is spoiled. If it doesn't get reprinted in Commander Legends, because it's a single single print rare from Jumpstart, I mean, this could be a $10 card. We've seen some of the price points on Jumpstart today, and this could become a $10 card if the Pirates deck becomes super popular. Yeah, no, that card is surprisingly potent. And, like, even if, um, even if it's not just, like, a... Oh, hey, this is a winning turn or anything like that. It could just be a matter of, hey, this is a value play. Yeah. Kind of like this other card that I want to discuss, which is we're talking pirates. This is a pirate themed card. This is definitely more towards casual tables, but can just kind of do well as pirates are closely tied to this sort of mechanic. And it's Revel and Riches. Just the fact that you're taking advantage, making treasures, and just getting yourself ahead in mana is huge. And the fact that you can potentially win is even bigger, especially with cards that are already in the Pirates theme, such as Dockside Extortionist. It just got reprinted in Mystery Booster, but the foils was what you mentioned to me specifically, the foils from Ixalan. And I agree with you. They're, they're like hovering around 7 to $8 for lightly played to near mint, but they ramp fairly quickly into the... 10 plus dollar range and then from there it's like downhill up to 20 this card if it again doesn't get a reprint in commander legends in a foil variant i think you're right the foil could be super popular i do think pirates you, you know just going back to your point about cedh and pirates possibly being good enough for that one thing i'll mention along those same lines is that cedh players in my experience now granted it's kind of anecdotal but they are very i think apt to foil their decks out it's it's got a similar vibe to legacy and vintage where the best you know the bling version is the preferred version and so why that's important is because rebel and riches only has the one foil print plus a pre-release foil and uh it's ixlon again so i mentioned i mentioned that i i like ixlon and bullish on foils from ixlon in general because i i think that set was under open compared to a lot of its peers before and after it uh, but yeah, I, I think it's a great call, Jesus. I, I think it's a. I, I love the the idea of this one for sure. Yeah, and then again, even for casual tables, there are some casuals who just enjoy blinging out their ducks. So Revel and Rich's foil is just 
feels like an auto-include in any pirate-themed kind of just generally fun deck, even if it's more a, of a tuned casual. Yeah, that's a good point. I, I was saying that I don't. You're right. I don't know if this card would fit in the optimized deck. Now that you mention it, it probably doesn't. But it uh, it certainly would be in the casual one. It does give you a backup win con with the Glenhorn Buccaneer we were just talking about, where you get all those treasure tokens. Uh, no, sorry, that wouldn't work. Never mind doesn't work but yeah it's it's anyway it's a great card I, I think it's a great call and i think it certainly would be in the pirate theme there's no question about it because they're all about treasures so i just wanted to mention one kind of edit and not really edit but just a comment on corsair captain the the best approach with corsair captain at this point and admiral beckett brass for that matter is that you're, you'd be better off probably waiting and being patient and waiting a couple of months for all the hype to cool down on both the leaks and then post spoilers, like basically let commander legends be a thing for a few months before you pick those cards up. If you want to get the best price, I think the best price was probably three or four days ago when, when these leaks hit. And unfortunately now we're kind of stuck with a ton of speculators holding copies. So until those copies hit the market and kind of satiate the demand that's about to hit, once spoilers occur, I think these cards are going to be kind of over overpriced. So just kind of mentioning that if you're listening and you do plan on building a pirate deck and you need these cards, it, it would probably be in your best interest from a financial standpoint to wait two or three months if you have the patience and maybe just proxy them up in the meantime. So that's for and Corsair. Honestly, and honestly, Corsair like and Admiral proxy, if, honestly, if you're proxying these out, um, as as someone who enjoys uh, as someone who enjoys proxies, like don't worry about it. Honestly, these cards will are gonna have that moment where they're just gonna be spiked. So either pick them up now on the cheap or wait for the hype to die down. Kind of like with the RL madness, eventually it's gonna go back down. So just be patient, especially with uh, Wizards' recent reprinting policies. Like, yeah. don't be surprised about any of that. Everything, everything's on the table. Yeah, that's a great point about the reserve list. I mean, actually, that that has, if you're looking for a real case study, look no further than the reserve list. That has cooled off tremendously in recent weeks, and uh, you know, it's it's just a great example that, like, like LED is a card that I know you've wanted, Jesus, but you've been patient on, and it spiked up, and you kind of missed it. Unfortunately, you weren't able to get a copy before the huge spike happened, but now it's retraced over 30% and it's starting it's starting to come back down to a place where I think when it went before it spiked it was sub 200 and then it got all the way up to 400 now it's back to 300 so be patient on that one just as an example and I think it'll come back to to moderately played being 200 220 something like that in in due time but people can't sell these anymore They're, they were moving like hotcakes and people were selling reserve lists in you know by the bucket full and now it's really hard to move a singular copy and i, I can testify to that personally i've been having a hard time moving a couple of remaining copies of cards that i have so all right any final thoughts on commander legends the leaks i mean they suck that's my final thought i'll pass it to you jesus and uh yeah you can wrap us up agreed um don't look up the leaks you'll be disappointed and uh Whatever you do, you can be excited all you want for these commanders and stuff, but just just be wary of that one card before another Oko 
except scaled up for Commander. It's the format. <laughs> it's coming. Winter is coming, right? I mean, I'm. We haven't seen it yet, even with the what I've seen of the leaks. But like, I'm scared. I am too. I, I I'm scared. To your point about fire, I'm I'm very scared that it hasn't had a good track record in all the other formats yet. So very concerned that a form a, this set is going to be format breaking with something, unfortunately. But yeah, like you said, we haven't seen it in the leaks yet. So that is the good news. The bad news is the leaks are only a small subset of the whole set, and. Uh, We've still got about 70% of the way to go. So uh, be optimistic, and hopefully we don't get any format-breaking stuff, and, and it's all just upside and fun. Final thoughts, and uh, I'm going to wrap this cast up. I wanted to share really quickly, pivoting from Commander Legends, talking briefly about Conviction Gaming. So we are officially moved over to the BAN server at this point, the Conviction Gaming server still is in theory a thing where we we have not like turned it off but the conviction gaming discord will kind of be going quiet mostly it's uh it, it it has moderation in jesus and i but that's about it we're occasionally responding in there but primarily you can find us in the ban discord at this point and all of our content will still remain on the conviction gaming website that is not changing we have however kind of begun to co-brand the website with ban uh, so you'll start seeing a mix of jesus and i on there with the brewing with conviction podcast as well as a new podcast that we just stood up the day two days before this recording on october 20th and that's with wolf on wolf of tin street father ken and myself that is a pretty much strictly financial cast jesus and i will continue to be doing some more brewing and finance like this cast was and uh, you can find all that on convictiongaming.com you can find jesus and i on twitter jesus what's your tag i'm hispanic of the d5 on twitter uh feel free to hit me up whenever i'm always down to talk about yeah, and I'm at Chai Style Gaming on Twitter, and Conviction Gaming is Conviction MTG. So you can find us all up on there. Conviction, we don't get interactive too often on, but uh, Jesus and I are very active on our individual handles. The Conviction Twitter, you can follow that if you're just looking for feeds on our content as it comes out. We we post kind of all the links and stuff there. And other than that, it was fun. It was short and and to the point, which I appreciate. We're right at 30 minutes here, Jesus. As always, a uh, good time, good cast. Yeah, have a good one, guys. Thanks for listening.